Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car and you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford from the Game Moose Podcast. What in the world? It's the most Canadian edition and episode of the Xbox Drive yet. So we're going to talk a little bit about Gears 5, Blair Witch, and some questions. So jump on into the carpool. Jump on into the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet, the Xbox Drive. Ball! Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Mr. Ryan Turford, I'm all uh, turned around. <laughs> And I, I, I turn on my Skype and I and I call a fellow Canadian. How are you, my friend? I am well. I, I'm I'm stoked. How are you? I I'm doing good, man. I uh, I, I got to admit, I got to let everybody else know. I, I flubbed the intro just a little bit. I think uh, you might be able to tell a little bit of editing magic. But the show must go on, man. I must I must go on talking about Xbox. Must be talking about uh, it while I drive in my car. And um, I want to I want to. Uh, maybe address something right off the top here, even before I go get my coffee. Um, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost, um, has been asked to coach soccer. We've got some scheduling stuff that we've not really been able to reconcile. So, uh, Ryan, thank you so much for stepping in and helping us out with um, making sure that the show continues and upping our Canadian content on the podcast waves. Well, you know, I mean, we, we uh, what more Canadian guests could you have than a, a guest who hosts a podcast with a moose on it? A moose I mean, on Come on. There you go. <laughs> That's how you know you're super Canadian. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. We're going to be super polite today. We're going to say sorry to each other a lot. So mm -hmm. sorry for interrupting. Listeners, mm -hmm. All that good stuff. That That's just going to be our thing today, Sean. It's going to be great. I mean, we're going to love it. I know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pay for my coffee that's going to be sounding expensive to other people, but really it's like a dollar in, in American money. But we make no apologies for being Canadian and we make no apologies for talking about Xbox because we're big fans, my friend. And um, I'm excited to talk to you about a couple of things, but I'm, I'm curious, like, where did you want to where did you want to start? Well, I mean, we should probably, Sean, t start with the game of the moment. That, it, oh, that yes. is Gears of War 5. Yeah, Gears 5. Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. No, I Gears 5 for sure. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Blair Witch. Adventure. Oh, hi there. Can I please have a medium coffee with two Splenda? Yep. That is all. Thank you. So yeah, this it this weekend <laughs> was filled with the goodness of Gears 5. Uh, lots of people playing this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, it was available to everyone who had the Ultimate Edition on Friday as well as uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And then on Tuesday, it's now available to everyone. So now everyone has access to Gears 5. Uh, definitely go play it um, because you guys did a big breakdown of it last week. So if you want to hear Sean and Luke's thoughts about the single player portion of Gears 5, uh, go back and listen to last week's episode because you guys did an amazing job breaking down the single player campaign. Um, Thanks, man. And I, I just I've wrapped it up. Finished it. Pretty... I've finished it. Yeah. So now we're both, you and I are both done it now, which is I awesome. I mean, as Luke would say, I know the ending to it Gears just... 5. <laughs> I know the ending now. So that that means I rolled credits on it. Mm -hmm. I know the end. Man, I, I'm so glad you're, you have an impeccable memory. That's it. That's hilarious. You're right. We uh, not just roll credits. We we know the ending, the uh, the game, you're playing it. And then suddenly it is over. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the journey. I've since gone back actually and played a, a part of um, one of the acts with our good friend, Joseph Moran, the host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. You guys should go listen to it right after this because it launches on Friday, on Thursdays. Um, and I want to go back and play that as a co-op experience. It is completely different. I played it completely solo, but I, uh, I'm not sure. Did you play any co-op or just by yourself, Ryan? I played entirely by myself. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough to play with anyone this weekend uh, because right. Xbox Live was kind of 
all over the place this weekend. But uh, <laughs> that's one way to no, say it. I mean, for the most part, I played through the entire game by myself and, and mm-hmm. loved it. I mean, I actually really loved just playing by myself and and not feeling like I had to rush through a lot of the the uh, exploratory sections of the yep. game and stuff. Because if I was I'm playing co-op, I would feel like pressured to maybe kind of go through that stuff a lot quicker. But uh, I really got to savor the experience and, and I really enjoyed doing that. I've- I felt the exact same way in that, like, and I actually kind of fell into my own, um, the way that I found myself playing Gears 5 by myself was very exploratory. And um, I think I was holding Joseph up a little bit. I'm like, you really want to find these components? He's like, don't care. Don't care. Just want to move on. And I think that was, um, it kind of illustrates just all the different ways that you can play. And it'd be completely satisfying to however you approach it. Like, it was just different for me. And Joseph wanted to play it a different style. I'm like, that's awesome, dude. I absolutely loved it. But you touched on, um, you know, a completely flawless launch weekend for the Colossus. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, everything was perfect. I know our, our good friend Donnie Reese from uh, the PSVG, the State of the Xbox Empire podcast, um, has not had an amazing time. So I just want to send my thoughts and condolences to anybody who might have been struck by the Xbox Live outage this weekend. Kind of a weird one. Now, before we, we talk about this, because there's something also that we need to talk about with the, with the Gears 5 launch, uh, I do want to throw out a quick PSA, because I saw a lot of people on Twitter um, saying that they couldn't play the campaign this weekend just by themselves, because the service was down. But did you know, dear listener, that there is actually a way to set it so that you can play offline, and this won't be a problem? So basically, what you need to do is set your Xbox to be your home console. That mm-hmm. way, you can play any of your games o- offline uh, when the servers are down, you, you can't obviously play versus, but you can play still play the campaign. Um, and this will go for like any other big launches. Like I'm anticipating something might happen with Borderlands 3 this weekend. So this is oh, a good yeah. thing to, to know about ahead of time. So uh, on your Xbox, if you go to uh, your, your system settings and you go to personalization, uh, there should be an option called My Home Xbox. And then when you select that, there should be an option to make this My Home Xbox. Do that. It'll do like a quick online check to make sure that everything's in order and it'll set it so that anytime you're offline on the console, whether you lose connection due to a storm or power outage or likewise, if Xbox Live is down, you're still able to play your games. Uh, So I do encourage you to go do that. You, You can only do it, set it five times per year. So don't just keep switching around all the time. But oh, okay. uh, it is very useful to know because I know a lot of people this weekend just tried to play the single player and they couldn't because the, the server were down and they hadn't gone and done the step ahead of time. Definitely. And we're all damning this digital future that we uh, find ourselves in the present. But this is a, a change that they made very early on when we originally got outraged over the uh, the DRM surrounding um, Xbox One. But I think this was a change. This was a way for them to get around the whole um, 24-hour check-in and everything. You, you assign your Xbox as the home and then everything else is good. I'm glad you mentioned this, dude, because I completely forgot about it. And I've actually assigned... Chelsea's Xbox as as my home one so that when we play Borderlands and whatnot together um, I can buy it it shows up on hers but then I signed in on mine and then she can play on my home uh, Xbox so some funny things you can do with that that assigning your Xbox as your home console I'm glad you brought it up my friend yeah for sure and and pretty much every online console like I know on PS4 there's an option like this as well so yes any of your consoles if you're gonna play stuff offline except (laughs) Nintendo Switch well, it's, it's offline all the time, Sean. It doesn't Yeah, oh my God, what a mess. Yeah, so I mean, it's always handy to do this for sure. So just make mm-hmm. sure you do this before everything breaks. Good so um, the other thing, though, that was interesting this weekend, Sean, and I don't know if you ran into this when playing the campaign, but I actually ran into a game-breaking glitch that needed to be patched in order for me to proceed further. I um, did not see this. 
So basically what happens throughout the game, Jack, your, your robot buddy, mm-hmm. um, will receive upgrades from Baird or other places throughout the game that you pick up off a table. So there's one um, that's that's basically mandatory to pick up in order to continue on with the campaign. Right. Um, and I won't spoil where it is or anything like that because um, it has been patched out since then and I don't want to spoil the story. It's pretty late. You're picking up Mar- the, the the spoiler is you're picking up Maria's body off of a off of a. a there you go. She's <laughs> right go. there, Maria. I can't believe she's back. Jack, pick her up. I yeah. don't want to touch her. <laughs> Good lord. Well, that went dark. Well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I'm... Very decayed by then. Yeah. Sorry. So, what? <laughs> so um, basically, the, the since the objective was to pick up the item and equip it on Jack, I would pick up the item. But then it and and equip it to Jack, but then nothing would happen. Baird yeah. would keep yelling at me to pick up the upgrade from the table, the upgrade that was no longer there because I already picked it up. Yeah. So it, it I basically had to restart the game multiple times, like reload my my save a couple times. I noticed that every time I got to the exact same section, it just it would stop. Dang. So, um, it took a, like when the the very first patch af, uh, after the launch came out, it seemed to have fixed the issue. So. I'm glad that the the coalition is definitely listening to this stuff because I saw a bunch of people on Twitter had the same problem. Mm-hmm. I also saw that there were other people reporting other game breaking glitches that, for from what I've seen over the last two days, most of them seem to be fixed. Which is dude, good. it doesn't it seem like they're updating us on like on an hourly basis? And for whatever reason, I found myself able to play. I had a, actually yesterday off. Um, Lincoln, my, my two-year-old son, um, he went to school for the first time ever. It was just weird because he's two and like, what the hell school do you even go to it to? I don't understand. I don't ask questions. I'm just a dad. Uh, anyways, um, I was home to see him off to, uh, for his first day and for, to be there for my wife who, you know, it's a, it's a traumatizing experience, but then I found myself at home playing video games <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of the day. And I have like basically watched this game improve in its status every time I'm getting an update from the coalition, which by the way, I have the notifications turned on because it's so helpful to know what they're fixing. And I'm watching the the online become a little bit better, uh, the progression, some of the save states that they've had are, have been fixed. And I am locked in on Versus, man. I am absolutely loving my time. Uh, but as more people come on board, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm leveling up as I go, I'm being inserted into games with um, much more skilled players, I'm starting to get destroyed. But uh, the bug is well inserted in my body, <laughs> and I just can't wait to get back home to play some more verses. I was trying to jump over to a game called Blair Witch that we'll talk about, but I am totally locked in on the tour of duty and all the progressions there and everything that comes along with playing all these games online. Um, have you had a Have you had a chance to play versus mode yet, or any of the other I, online? I have. I've nice. played uh, only now, mind you. I have, I've only played versus. I haven't played Escape or Horde yet, mm. um, just because again I didn't have a ton of time this weekend. Plus, again, the servers being what they were. So yeah. um, the multi, but the versus modes, uh, all the arcade modes seem really fun. Like, I really like the arcade playlist a lot. Um, ranked, I'm not as much of a fan of, but I still really like it. I mean, I've never personally been really drawn to Gears multiplayer. It's just never been been my my jam. Uh, games like Overwatch or World of Warcraft or, or games like that that are more my my multiplayer flair like mm-hmm. what i'm really looking for a multiplayer but honestly i had a, a blast playing the few games that i played this week uh, i also love the fact too that i could play as sarah connor or the t800 uh, right in, in multiplayer uh i also fun fact sean because you know that i i love retro gaming or just yes i know a lot about gaming this is the very first time in any game you've been able to play as sarah connor 
Out of oh, all really? the Terminator games that we've gotten, you've never been able to play a Saracana before. You're always what either the T-800. Yeah. You, you've been the T-800 like Arnie, or you've been uh, Kyle Reese. That's it. You, you Not even really John Connor? Oh, sorry. You could play John Connor in Terminator Salvation. Of course. That, that was a game, of course. Christian Bale. He's basically Xbox. Batman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas all the other games, you're just playing as a Terminator or as Kyle Reese. So I thought that was actually really cool uh, that we finally get to play as Sarah Connor, and she is just as awesome as I would expect. No Although, kidding. We'll see well, you mentioned. I'm sorry. You mentioned there's a Canadian, first Canadian, sorry, drink, everybody. There's a Canadian Xbox Drive drinking game. Um, you mentioned uh, Overwatch, and I, I feel like there's such an organic um, evolution to this game that we've maybe seen some like some of the classes come in in previous, uh, in previous games, but I love playing as a different character allows you to do different things depending on the mode. So for me, I'm playing a lot of like versus, you mentioned arcade. So a lot of like team deathmatch and things like that. And so when I play as like a swarm drone or as Dell, uh, as I am killing guys, as I'm uh, eliminating them or knocking them down, I'm earning sort of like a currency that I can spend to upgrade my weapon. So I'm not just um, stuck with the, with the default loadout, which is different by the way, per character or per class. Um, but you unlock, depending on your character, you might get like sniper rifle sniper rifles um with some characters or with dell what i really like is that it's completely random like you actually don't know what upgraded weapons you can buy so you're just hitting a hitting a button you just know that if you spend more you're getting a bigger better weapon and i've been really enjoying that dude that's kind of been the hook for me um that i needed for uh, for gears 5 versus mode for sure yeah, like I love that that with arcade mode, it just it, the, each character kind of feels like its own class. Like it, yeah, it, I love the the predetermined loadouts for each of the characters. They're all really interesting. And mm-hmm. unique. So I definitely thought that 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 was a, a nice evolution to the formula. I, I'm really excited to actually play some escape mode at some point as well, because um, I've heard good things about that. Although I've also heard that if you don't play with a couple friends with headsets. It can be a little challenging. Um, and then Horde mode, um, I mean, I don't know what else amazing, that, but yeah, I'm excited to play, try it at least at some point. This week oh my gosh, play. dude. I love it. I love introducing some of the new things. Like as I as I play with some players and kind of let them know what, what's new and they go, oh my goodness, that's like, that's so, it's so great. The way that Jack can support you and scour, uh, scavenge around uh, for, for great weapons and drop them off in one place and the power mining that you can do, everything just changes. It's very different. Even though it looks like Horde, it's 50 rounds of Horde, very, very different. And I am, I'm loving my time with it, man. But Borderlands is coming out, so who knows? I've been, I've been joking on, on stream over at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri that um, by, the, by Friday, everybody's going to be forgetting about Gears, and I'm really scared about that. Yeah, I mean, especially because, I mean, there are just so many people that are going to jump into Borderlands this week. Yeah. Although, you never know, because there are, since this is a Game Pass game, and, I mean, games are, are still... 80 bucks in Canada or mm-hmm. 60 US dollars. I mean, not everyone might be, there might actually be a smaller audience for something like Borderlands because it caught it. It's a full price game. Whereas yeah. everyone with game pass can, can assumedly play gears. So if you don't have the money to go buy Borderlands right away, you, you still have gears versus waiting for you at home. So I actually think uh, that that might play into the amount of people we see on the servers this weekend. I agree. Man. I can't. I can't wait to see how it's going. And yeah, the tour of duty is is kind of what I wanted um, to keep me hooked in. But you mentioned Game Pass. I got around. I, at least I tried to get around to another Game Pass game that I felt that I had missed. And I think that you've played it, um, Ryan Turford. I played a little bit of Blair Witch, and I don't think I had a really great experience, my friend. Yeah, 
I mean, was it the the stutteriness of the visuals or <laughs> the fact that sometimes it also has lots of game breaking glitches too? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that I really got even into the uh, game breaking glitches. So Blair Witch launched into Game Pass on August thirtieth, just in time for Gears of War to completely dominate the conversation, and. Um, this is a, from what I can tell, it is kind of like a walking simulator uh, type of horror experience. And I only played about an hour in. I, I kind of, I've got the basics. I know that I'm playing as this character, Ellis, looking for a nine-year-old kid in the woods who probably got abducted by some witch and kind of hearing some, uh, some, some lore in there as well. And um, I've met my dog, Bullet, and they kind of go... Bullet can find things for you if you like, so you can, you can command him to go search. And all he keeps doing is, is showing me this, like, mud puddle. Yep. And uh, I'm collecting things as I go along, but I really don't know where I'm going, dude. And the whole while, you, you touched on it, very stuttery, very uh, framey. And um, I, I, I'm running on an Xbox One X. I'm not having the... I actually am getting a little bit nauseous, which is kind of embarrassing to say, because I don't... Um, I could play all types of games, and I, I'm actually feeling myself get sick while I play this because of um, the frame rate issues. And, and the movement is kind of a little bit off as well. But is that just me? Is it like, maybe, my, maybe I got a weak, weak stomach? Um, I mean, I personally don't usually have, have nauseousness from any games except for VR games. Right, um, that's what so it felt I didn't like. Really it feel felt the like same a way bad playing. VR experience. That's that's cra- kind of crazy. I mean, I, first of all, it de- definitely feels jarring. So um, even for me, even though I wasn't nauseous from it, I, it definitely felt jarring to to see the sturdiness. That said, when you do get to the night section of the game, which is probably not too much farther from where you are, okay, um, you do you don't have that problem. It's only during the one day section at the very beginning that I noticed that this being an issue. Oh, which is good. Bizarre. Okay. Because yeah. it, you're walking around at night and you really just have your flashlight. So um, you have a very limited scope of what you can actually see. So you, the stutteringness becomes less apparent where you just, I didn't notice it beyond the, the first hour of the game. Interesting. Um, so I think, um, I mean, mind you, if you're not having a great time now, um, it's, it's hard for me to tell you to push on, Sean. But yeah. I do think it's actually worth it when you get to... Past the first initial <laughs> section of the game, I really do. It's like, because it's like the most conflicting like recommendation. It's like I don't know if you should push on, but I think you should push on because the next part's pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's, this is what happens whenever I tell anyone to I go know. play uh, Beyond Two Souls or something like that, where it's like, yeah. no, guys, it's actually worth it. Or Final Fantasy Thirteen, you know, right. it's worth it after twenty hours, Sean. I am going to give it another try. I, I am promising myself uh, at least that much because I, I'm hearing good things. And I liked, I actually liked the last Blair Witch movie, and I've always liked the, the original movie as well. So, um, and, and it completely wowed me at E3, so I feel like I owe it to myself to at least push on just a little bit more. And the, the only last thing that I would say, Ryan, is that I, I found that it was a little bit better when I cranked up the sensitivity on the controls, so um, I didn't have to labor quite so much to, to make a turn or to look around. And then also you can control the field of view. So um, if you kind of zoom in a little bit, it, it, I think it takes a little bit less on um, on the system, less of a, a task uh, yeah. on the system. So although again, we're both playing on the X, so it's just weird that that I the know. X is having such a problem processing it. It might just be um, the the way the game's programmed, but exactly, or, and it might even get patched on gears. Yeah, I hope so. Right. Yeah, um, but I do think though, and going back to what uh, what y'all read on the show last week from my tweet. That my tweet review, uh, I definitely think it, it, it is worth it if you do play it, or if you are a gamer at home who likes games like Amnesia the Dark Descent, or mm-hmm. uh, like spooky, overall spooky walking simulators, because um, once you get to the, the night section of the game, past the first hour, it just, it gets really, really creepy. Uh, so if you like really creepy games that don't really 
try and scare you with jump scares. They're more just like creepy in tone, then I definitely think you'll enjoy this game. Plus, you can pet the dog and it's not a trap shot. <laughs> I, I got an achievement for petting the dog, so there's See? that. Yeah, See? That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I kind of hope, yeah, I love the, the little delay too, like you pet the dog and you're like, I hope there's an achievement for that. And then of course it's that you can pet the dog or you pet exactly. the dog. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. And it actually, what's funny, and there's a re- the reason why pet the dog is also on the wheel is it does play into unlocking a, um, one of the, the endings to the game. So wait, there one is of the a endings? reason it's there. Well, there's multiple endings to this game. What? Yeah. I mean, like any good horror game, Sean, there's multiple endings. Interesting. There's, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's a, there's a bit of a carrot on the stick. Even though the game is, is pretty short, there is a lot, a lot of replay value because there's a wow. lot of collectibles to get. There are certain things you can only do once you finish the game once. Um, because it, you earn, it keeps some of your progress when you start a new game, right? Or likewise, you'll earn like you'll find a code in a collectible later on in the game that is for earlier in the game that you can't get back to unless you start over again. So it's 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 really interesting how they designed a lot of that stuff in this game. I, I am I loving a lot of the that. elements there, like the pictures I'm finding. They're super creepy. I love my like late 90s cell phone or I guess that would be late 90s like the Nokia kind of thing um, lots to love there so I, I definitely want to I want to go back it may have been just because uh, I was a little bit sick after my half marathon this past oh, that would do past it. Um, I want to quickly give a shout out before we move on to um, the Game Moves podcast is a show I, I briefly mentioned that's where you're from um, why don't you let people know uh, what that show is all about because I was listening to it during the half marathon you guys got me through a couple kilometers and I really appreciate that my friend <laughs> So the Game Moose podcast, of course, we, we come to you usually, I mean, it's been once a month recently because we've kind of had some some scheduling stuff, but we usually try and come to you at least once a week uh, over on game-moose.com, our website, our, our, our podcast. That's the thing we're talking about, podcasts, is uh, all about all, all the stuff that we've been playing, all the gaming news, kind of a lot like your show, just we cover all the consoles. Uh, we also deep dive sometimes into retro games because... Again, Sean knows that I have a giant stack of retro games behind me. I'm a big retro collector. So uh, that's something I like to talk about a lot. Um, In fact, it's funny being on on an Xbox show because Xbox, the original Xbox is uh, the console I'm probably the most serious about collecting games for. I have like, I have over 300 original Xbox games and I'm trying to go for the full set at some point. So that's um, insane, dude. Because I'm a crazy person, Sean. I I need to have a a copy of ESPN hockey and football. (laughs) Just because, because yes. Jeremy Roenick is the most overpowered player in that game. Jeremy Roenick. Oh wow, the only uh, only people north of the border know that uh, reference. So, but thanks, man. Thanks again for for covering. And um, I, I'm just a big fan of the show. I want to make sure people are able to check that out before we uh, maybe before I slam on the brakes and we get into. Is there any news? Should we? Is there news at this time of year, Ryan Turner? There, there, there's. Uh, we have one set of breaking news, Sean. Oh, nice. Uh, the the coalition. Speaking of Gears, we're going back to Gears again. Back to Gears. This is our one one uh, breaking news story. Uh, 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 the Coalition is awarding five days of boost for faster progression and 600 scrapped, which is for, for supply cards and, and craft skills, right. to make up for the rocky start. So if you go to uh, the Coalition's Twitter page, they have uh, all the details about that, so you can go find that there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's roll into the pit stop though sean because okay. i have one quick thing to, to one quick psa to get out of the way as well uh speaking of game pass because you guys talk about game pass a lot we talk about game pass a lot on on game moose mm-hmm. uh, we, we got some pretty awesome releases to game pass this week that kind of got overshadowed with gears because gears and blair witch both got added to game pass but we also got dmc5 dead cells and Metal gear solid 2 and 3 
on Game Pass this week. Not only that, but Game Pass Ultimate is $2 for two months until September 20th. So if you don't have Game Pass Ultimate, and again, I think you should, but if you don't, then this is a great way to jump in and, and even play some Gears right away, or there's lots of other games coming to Game Pass. Uh, we're going to have the Outer Worlds in like next month on Game Pass, which that's is exciting. crazy, dude. I can't wait for that game. I can't believe that's launching into Game Pass. It's insane. Uh, me either. So it's, it's such a great deal, so I encourage you all to jump on it while you can. Um, also, other topic that uh, was alerted to us by Mr. Badbit himself... The control roadmap for its DLC plan that they unveiled today has spoilers for the story. So just <laughs> just be aware when looking at um, Remedy's uh, Twitter page today um, not to do, take a deep dive into reading about the control DLC p- plan um, if you haven't beaten the game yet. Did you beat I, the game? I, I, I can't remember. No, I actually haven't even started it yet. Because okay. I've been playing all the all these shorter experiences. So um, I, I, I recently... For those who listen to the Game Boost podcast, they know this. I just ke- recently came off a two-month straight period of playing only Final Fantasy fourteen. So I've been only... <laughs> of course I, you I've did. Been, I've been craving shorter experiences. So um, like Gears 5 and Blair Witch just came at the right time for me. Yeah, for very sure, doable for, for sure. Oh my gosh, dude. That's insane. Uh, I've not actually verified this. He, just, he essentially just warned me. Um, don't look at that because there's spoilers. So I went, okay, and then I'll let other people know as well. So um, if Badbit's lying, you can uh, you can address him at Mr. Badbit on Twitter um, and throw all your, your hate mail at the, the Trophy Room podcast over there. But thank you, Badbit, if you're right. Uh, for, thanks for the heads up, dude. <laughs> I was just going to say, don't just throw him random hate I for know. Reason, Sean. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get in an accident here, my friend. <laughs> please, please don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's jump into the carpool. We got some uh, we got some questions from um, some of, some of the fans this week. So um, first one from Nintendo Guru is on Twitter. I don't oh, know who oh. this fellow is. He seems like a weird weird dude. Yeah. Um, What's we up, have Bobby? seen <laughs> we have seen Microsoft pave the way for games like Ori or Cuphead to come to Switch. Do you see any other quote unquote exclusive? first party games making their way to the switch what would make sense to you bobby the short answer that i i would think of off the top of my head is it's no as of right now it kind of sounds like they're probably done porting things to switch for now yeah um because it sounds almost to me like microsoft is kind of gearing up for uh the scarlet launch next year and i think that might be where their priorities are i mean you never know we might see some more games on 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 switch i mean technically the outer the uh the outer worlds is a microsoft first party game even though it's not being published by them it's being published by 2k but Mm -hmm. I mean that's coming to Switch. And what so, about Ori too? Like what about um the Will of the Wisps? Like that's a that's still a Xbox sort of PC exclusive as we know it, right now? Yeah, so far. And but I mean if that comes that, that might probably be won't be until like later next year because that game's already coming out I think in February or March, right? So I can't wait, dude. Holy it's still crap. a long ways away and a Switch port beyond that might even be take even longer. So True. As of right now, I it kind of feel like maybe until even like later next year or the year after, I think they're kind of cooling off the, the Switch ports. But yeah, I, agree. I would love to see more Xbox games on Switch because that that was one of the the cool things about watching this week's Nintendo Direct, for example, because um, there was a Nintendo Direct this week um, where Sakurai was uh, was talking about Banjo in Smash and, and encouraged people to go play Banjo on Xbox. Isn't that I insane? That was such a cool moment. You know what? Maybe that was him saying, like, stop asking us to put this game on Nintendo. It's not coming to Nintendo. <laughs> it's on Xbox. Yeah. Go play it over there. Just leave me alone. Let me work. 
Exactly. And, and I mean, with him saying that as well, it, it kind of uh, the rumor for a while was Rare Replay would co- uh, come to Switch. Right. And if he's saying that, I have a fe- funny feeling Rare Replay is not coming anytime soon to Switch. I agree. Or, or, yeah, I that's mean, about... if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. And he probably wouldn't have said that. So, yeah, good call. Yeah, exactly. Um, we also got a question from from at the uh, at Hypecaster on Twitter. <gasps> Antonio well. Gian. Antonio Gian. I'm learning all these people's names, Sean. It's, it's, it's <laughs> all good. Um, Gears is stunning in the graphics front. Lots of great action sequences, but it also ha- is very familiar in many ways. Do you think that they end this story and world and reboot or continue to play it fairly safe and refine the game as we move forward to next gen? So what do mm-hmm. we think the future of Gears looks like? I ask you, Sean Capri. Well, uh, you know, as Luke Lore would say, we know the ending. And we'll say this. There w- I would say that there's going to be a Gear 6. Um, I tried to get it out of Rod Ferguson and the team over at the Coalition when I visited there a couple of weeks ago now already. And um, didn't get a confirmation, obviously. There's no scoop here to to reveal. But they didn't deny it either. They, now that I think about it, they didn't say definitely not. So there was some some jovial sort of like chuckling about like, well, we'll see what happens next. Um, I think I really respect, I think I mentioned it last weekend, certainly in my original impressions of the campaign when I visited there, is they were limited in terms of what they were able to do in terms of uh, introducing anything new or completely revamping. I think they did a ton within the realm of possibilities right now. And then they also expanded what is possible with what would be or could be a, a Gear 6. Now that we have open world, kind of the the, the middle two chapters are, are open world, sort of, and there's this upgrade tree, skill tree, RPG element as well. Man, the next one is not necessarily going to be like a reboot, like a God of War kind of thing. Um, but God, the sky's the limit, man, in so many other ways, uh, what we could see next. I don't know if, uh, if you're in line with that or if you're anything to add to that, my friend. I definitely th- feel the same way. How I do think, though, we're going to get one more game with this core cast of characters. Sure. Um, kind yep. of to round out the trilogy. And then from there, I think that's when we'll see like a, a larger reboot of the franchise, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I do think there will be a larger reboot of gear gears coming or maybe um the next game will kind of send set out uh, uh marcus and and uh cole and baird or or some of the older characters mm-hmm. and kind of just make way for just jd and uh kate and dell to kind of usher in the next generation beyond them i, I think wonder that might be what, what uh, they're going after that like what if like did Mass Effect show us that it's impossible to do like a sort of side story like where some of the cast or some of the people in that world and universe go to a different galaxy like is there a way for them to explore some of the that ancillary content that's happening in the in the novels or comics or anything in a game Judgment I think was maybe a step in that direction but not really it kind of experimented with new gameplay elements is that something that you would want Ryan Turford I would love to see more expansion of the lore for sure. Yeah, uh, in in that direction, trying trying to do like even getting away from just the the Phoenix Clan in general, I think would be mm. a, a great first step. Where the because even though Gears Five is mostly Kate's story, um, having JD and Marcus throughout the experience just kind of makes the universe almost feel smaller. Yeah. Kind of in the way that Star Wars does, where it's always it's always centralized around the Skywalkers. So right. it's the I always love when Star Wars always branches off in new directions, and I'd love to see that type of branch off with, with something like Gears for sure. Yeah, the um, next game yeah. is going to end, and we're going to learn that anybody can be a Jedi, <laughs> exactly, that, that, or anyone can be a Locust, Sean. Right, oh, wait, that's, <laughs> oh, wait, that's, that's kind of already true. Actually, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of what I would I would love to see them explore that. And yeah, you're right. Judgment was like a step in that direction, but it still had that familiarity because it was about Baird, who is a character we'd already played in three games before that. So mm-hmm. um, I would love to see them just go completely in a, in a different direction with it. And and I do think there there is uh, space for that. In fact, it might be an easier jumping on point for someone who's new to Gears because um, it, it's a little bit daunting to come into a game that's the fifth in a series of games that all mm-hmm. kind of connect to each other uh, yep. as a new player um, without feeling like you have to go back and play uh, Gears 1, 2, and 3 and 4 but in order to catch up kind of thing. Yeah, um, dude. We see it all the time with uh, with other other properties as well so um i would love to see them try something new with that nice so let's let's shift into cruise control sean we got oh, a cruise okay. control topic this week uh from at blaze night 0923 on twitter he asks what is the most important game on xbox one as in what game is the largest driving force for xbox success and why so um i haven't i'm gonna take some time to think about this sean what what do you think is the most important game to xbox you know what man i always try to use uh well i use a mix of gut feel and and data to uh to make any sort of suggestion here i was actually just reading on twitter today um from daniel ahmad um a twitter account that everybody should be following zujax i guess is how you might pronounce it um data analyst he was saying that gears 5 is proving to be the most important um game for game pass it is an absolute mega hit um i guess with a huge surge in subscriptions and a huge surge in people playing this game and um is actually kind of a proof of concept where a lot of groundwork has been laid in the past of of good quality games and everything like that but now we have like this game that everybody wants to be playing and the tour of duty has everybody playing for a long long time it's like this is the culmination of of the vision i think and for that reason not just because it's the game that we've been talking about and it's top of mind i think the gears 5 might actually be the most important you would hope that it would be something like halo master chief collection or something like that when those were originally uh coming out you thought oh wait a minute chelsea's is chelsea gonna say hi to the to the podcast or oh wow it's chelsea's first time on the show okay bye she made her debut that's amazing (laughs) we'll be editing the show with lincoln a little bit later um i think it's gears 5 man for for that reason because it it brings game pass to the forefront in a way that other games had tried to before we've had trial runs with uh sea of thieves i think and state of decay 2 and, and games like that but this is the real deal this this actually changes what we now think of of Xbox, I think a cheating answer would say um, not a single game, but Game Pass. I think Game pa- uh, Gears makes Game Pass the most important part of the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, and and I mean, I would incline to agree with you with this for this console generation. I so right. far, I would say Gears Five. Yeah, at this point, uh, is probably the most important game. However, I would argue that I still personally feel like the Halo franchise is. The most important game to the Xbox brand, it is the their Mario, their um, whatever Sony's mascot is. I don't think they have one. Um, because and and I think when with Halo Infinite launching, when that launches into Game Pass, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to see some some serious numbers that might even trounce the Gears Five numbers because yep. uh, Halo has such a huge reach outside of um, just the Xbox. Um, ecosystem even though it, they, they've only existed on, on microsoft platforms until now although we are getting uh master chief collection on pc and and others um i do think it is in the people's minds when they think of xbox they they think of halo and the reason like for me personally when i jumped into the original xbox 
the the reason that I jumped in was because of Halo. And the re- when I jumped into 360, the the game I, I I really associate with the 360 is is Halo 3. It's the game I played the most on the console, um, and really was like the thing that the game that really kept me in the Xbox ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for a lot of people, even though Halo 5 um, was a bit of a disappointment, I do think that Halo, the Halo brand and Halo Infinite might just be the most important game for Xbox going forward, for sure. Like, if that launches in a, in some of the, in the state that we saw with Gears, um, it might put some people off, but I do think it is, it's going to be very important to see. And I'm really interested to see what happens when Halo Infinite comes out, especially because it's going to be in Game Pass, Sean. Even, and not only that, it's going to be a console launch title with Scarlet, but then you'll be able to play it on Xbox One too. So you're going to have that, the the flood of people across both consoles. So it's too much. Um, yeah, it's too much I, for my brain to comprehend, man. And and part of me kind of wishes that there was a different answer. But I think those are the those are the ones. I I do look forward yeah. to um, new IP and things like that. I think. Um, PS4 in this generation has really expanded what it means to be a PlayStation game with games like Bloodborne is, is one of the best games I've played ever, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Xbox with its new slew of studios to expand what it means to be an Xbox title and for it to create and carve out that identity. I, um, that's been a theme throughout the history of this show is like, what is the identity, which I think is at the core of, of this show. Yeah. Um, or of the question, I, sh- I should say. The other thing that I want to mention before we close things out is uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Joey Splats and um, Brendan Myers, friends of the show, have tossed a couple codes our way and want to make sure that you guys are following the show on Twitter at the Xbox Drive. Uh, we'll have um, really great ways and easy ways for you guys to win a couple codes. One of them is for Sea of Thieves, thanks to Joey Splats. And uh, Brendan Myers, as I, as I sit here, he, he just sent me a 14-day trial code of Game Pass. Um, nice. So we'll have some things for you guys to walk away with for being great listeners and great friends of the shows. And I promise you, Brendan Myers, the questions that were submitted to this show, we will be uh, reflecting out on our on the Twitter as well and inviting listeners and followers alike to weigh in on some of these amazing topics that you guys bring our way. I'm so appreciative of everybody for being along this ride for us. And Ryan... I am appreciative for you for stepping in this week, man. I've had so much fun uh, doing the show with you. Me too, and thank you so much for having me. I mean, I I, I was a little worried because the the shoes of Luke Lore are, are not easy to fill. So I, I'm really glad that I at least uh, got a chance to do the show with you. It was a ton of fun. We got to ca- Canada to up the show. It's great. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mention Sega once on this show, Sean. So at least you have that to be thankful for. We so. uh, maybe, maybe we'll just save a couple things. We'll, we'll, we'll just let everybody kind of get to know the Ryan Turford if they've not heard of you on, on uh, the Game Moose podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do want to say as well, of course, uh, if you would like to have your question read on the Xbox Drive, or if you would like to submit a topic for Cruise Control, of course, hit us up on Twitter at the Xbox Drive. Um, we do usually put up a post every Wednesday asking for questions. Uh, so that's how you get your questions submitted in case you're wondering at home how you too can ask us a question. So definitely do that. Um, so Sean, where can people find you on the internets? On the internet? Um, well, in real life, you can find me in Canada. On the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri. It's Sean Capri. Uh, Sean Le Connery Capri, like the pants almost forgot what I say here, man. Uh, and you can find me on Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Perfect. And also, you can find uh, Luke Lore on Twitter at MLS Reserves. You can also find him on Mixer at mixer.com slash insipidghost. <laughs> 
I can't believe we've gone an entire show without saying that, Sean. Mixer.com. I, I, I know, right? I mean, that's how he says it. I'm trying to do my best, Sean. No, we all say it the same way. It's hilarious, <laughs> the inflections that carry over, dude. It's so uh, funny. It's so good. Uh, of course, uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, at Ryan Turford. That's T-U-R-F-O-R-D, because everyone always asks. Uh, you can also find uh, the Game Moose podcast over on game-moose.com, and as well as your podcast service of choice. So go check us out there. Um, we talk about all kinds of weird stuff there. Me, myself and Drew McMillan. Um, and, uh, and speaking of which, uh, and this kind of segues back to uh, what we were talking about with Gears, uh, Drew actually got to go to a cool event here in Toronto this week um, with all kinds of gourmet foods based on Gears. So if you want to hear his impressions on some of those foods, you can head over to our podcast and listen to that as well. For, thrown by our friends at Xbox Canada. Very cool. Yeah. So that's going to do it for... This episode of, I almost said the Game Boost podcast, but the Xbox <laughs> Drive. This has been episode one, uh, 105, and uh, it's time for do 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 do